everybody. Welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Today is Tuesday, June 16, 2020. And today's episode is brought to you by Bilt Bar. Enter the promo code LOCKDOWN at BiltBar.com for $10 off your first order. And that's on top of a site-wide closeout sale that's bringing you deals up to 50% off. We'll get to that a little bit later on. But for now, I am your host, Detroit Sports Editor Noel Bianchi, here today, as always, with longtime Red Wings fan Ethan Smith. Oh, it's good to be here, Noel. How's your week? Good weekend? to be here. Uh, it was weekend? pretty good. Starting to get some stuff lined up for uh, purchasing a house in the next year. Just, you know, I got to get your pots and pans in order and your glassware and spatulas and stuff. It's yeah. fun. It's fun. Go to the Dollar Tree. Lots of, lots of deals there, especially for like kitchenware and stuff like that. Appliances that you don't really need to be expensive, like tongs or like, oh, yeah, really? Or just like little things like that. That's a, hey, you know what? That's a really good idea, Nolan. Luckily, we didn't purchase any of that. We just got a nice little pot set and a TV. Perfect. But Perfect. Yeah, notes. I mean, you want you want good pots and you want a good TV, but for for all the uh, the essentials, Dollar Tree, bro, it's where it's at. Uh, and I don't know if anybody out there is looking to purchase a new TV, but <laughs> everything is running. Every store is running deals on them right now. Like oh, I got, dude, I got like a fifty-five inch four K TV for. A good brand too. It wasn't like some, you know. Oh, yeah, don't say the, yeah. don't say the brand. We don't give out free ads here. It starts with a S and rhymes with ends in um, damn damn son. Yes. Nice. Um, and it was like three hundred and seventy five dollars for a fifty five inch four K TV. Wow. Blew my mind. I'm just yeah. saying, guys. If Check anybody's not- out there looking for a TV, <laughs> check check Target because that's where we got ours. It was cheaper than Best Buy. Oh, I just got some shoes from Target the other day. Oh, really? Yeah, nice little nineteen ninety nine. Just some, just some white shoes. You know, just yeah. go with anything. Target's like where it's it, at. Man. I don't. The shop, shirt I'm wearing right now. There enough. Right here. Oh yeah. Sorry, bad podcasting. I uh, like it. Target, eight dollars. Eight bucks. Yeah, I can't beat it. Uh, today we have a very special episode for you guys. If you weren't aware, if you don't follow the Locked On Red Wings Twitter account, shame on you, but you can correct that at LO underscore Red Wings. Just press that a follow there. Uh, or if you don't follow me, at Nolan Bianchi. Uh, Saturday was the 18-year anniversary of the Detroit Red Wings taking down the Carolina Hurricanes four games to one in the 2002 Stanley Cup Final, bringing Detroit its 11th Stanley Cup in franchise history. A championship that I hold very near and dear to my heart because it is one of my first memories of watching Red Wings hockey. It was, uh, it's it's pretty incredible to think about that the the team that I watched like that is the most cognizant in my brain as being the first team that I watched just also happens to be arguably the best hockey team in NHL history. It was really like the first year, I'd say the second year for me that I was watching every single game. And it, it's more nostalgic to think that, like, that's what I would do, uh, what, four days a week is yeah. just, all right, 7.30, time to watch the Red Wings. Right. And it was just like, how are they going to win today? Who's going to score today? Um, but, yeah, so we, we are bringing you the second edition of our series, The One Thing I Will Never Forget. I'm very excited about this episode. It's going to be the same exact format as we did it last time. So we've got Ken Kale, Bob Wojnowski, Darren McCarty, Terry Foster, and Mark Hicks bringing you uh, the greatest stories that they remember from the night that the Red Wings won that Stanley Cup in 2002 and just other memorable things from that playoff run. So we're excited to bring it to you. We won't wait any longer. We'll kick it right to them. Without further ado, 
I don't know who's going first. Probably should have figured that out. Okay. State. It's just going to be surprise first interviewee. Yeah, we'll figure it out when we get there. <laughs> this is Bob Winowski, Wojo, from uh, the Detroit News and 97.1 The Ticket. The one thing I remember most about the company in 2002 was really... Um, I wouldn't quite say the inevitability of it because it was a, a tough grind at times, certainly. Uh, but they did have the the legend-packed roster, star-packed Hall of Famers, everybody, and you know Brett Hall, Luke Robitaille, and of course the the standards um, that have been there for a long time. And like I said, it wasn't inevitable, but because so many people thought it was. And the Wings were, oh, they brought in all these stars. You know, they darn well better win it. So there was pressure, maybe maybe as much pressure as even back in 97 on them to win it. And I do think when they did, um, immense relief for everybody, especially the guys that hadn't won it before and the guys that came there to win it. And even – but the one moment, it wasn't even the last game of the Stanley Cup Finals. I believe it was game three in Carolina – on a Saturday night, the triple overtime game. And, and I remember it was in deadlines, newspaper-wise, like not even going to get it in the print, but, you know, the internet was alive and well or then. And when Larianov scored, did kind of the top shelf backhander to, to win the game against Carolina, that, to me, was the moment they won the series because Carolina was a spunky little team and they won one game in Detroit and – that could have been really dangerous if the Wings lost that game. And from there on out, uh, they pretty much dominated. But that moment, I think it was probably after midnight back in Detroit or maybe even later than that. I think it was later than that, scoring that goal and the relief they felt. And, I, and that's the first time I thought, okay, they're pretty much for sure going to wrap this one up. Boy, oh boy, do I have a deal for you guys today. Now, I've talked – about BuiltBar.com extensively on this podcast. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. The world's best tasting protein bar brings you 18 grams, 20 grams, 15 grams of protein at the expense of usually just three to five grams of sugar, not a lot of net carbs, and half the calories of the men's leading protein bar on the market. But we're going to go way above and beyond our $10 discount that we're usually used to giving you guys, which don't get me wrong, $10 is a lot of money. But guess what? Right now, if you go to BuiltBar.com, here's the deal that they got working for you guys today. If you buy one box, you get 15% off on top of the $10. If you buy two boxes, you get 30% off on top of the $10. If you buy four more boxes of Built Bars, you will get 50% off. Doesn't matter which flavor. If you buy four boxes of Built Bars, you're going to get it half off. You can go get a, a peanut butter 18-bar box, a German chocolate cake, coconut banana nut bread speaking of bananas this deal is bananas get yourself a banana nut bread while you're going bananas over the built bars and here's the best part you ready for the best part ethan i've been ready all profits from this site-wide sale of things that are going up to 50 percent off are going directly to charity it's a built bar COVID 19 response align yourself with a company who does unto you as you would want to do unto your neighbor Built bar response unit. 
yeah, Built Bar Response Unit. So proud to be working with these guys. Like I said, 15% off for one box, 30% off for two boxes, and 50% off for four or more boxes. That's BuiltBar.com. Enter the promo code LOCKDOWN. Take an additional $10 off. You guys are going to be stealing from these fools. But at the end of the day, also, all the profits are going to charity. You guys are going to get healthy, and you're helping out a great cause. What's better than that? Hey, I can't think of Promo code locked on. $10 off. And I got another great deal for you guys today as well. This one brought to you by Mima Remedies. They're a CBD company providing full-spectrum CBD, hemp oil, and flour owned by Michigan State alums and Southwest Michigan residents. Your neighbors, people you can trust, their CBD is CO2 extracted, full-spectrum from hemp, organically grown in Oregon, where Mima founder Brandon Endler got his start in the industry working with other Michigan State alums. Their full-spectrum extract retains terpenes and flavor of hemp flour with no additives or flavoring. All products are third-party lab-tested and always below 0.3% THC. Sometimes you don't want to be feeling those effects while you're getting your body right, relieving the pain, which is something that I've experienced since I've started putting a little bit of their CBD oil in my coffee every single morning. I've been feeling great. I've been feeling like an attack today. I don't get that midday soreness that I used to get from whether it be sitting in my chair or standing on my feet all day. Whatever the reason, that pain is gone. If you're looking for high-quality CBD products from a brand you can trust, Mima is a match made in Michigan. That's M-I-M-A remedies.com. Enter the promo code LOCKDOWN and you'll get 25% off. Once again, to celebrate Mima's first season growing their own hemp in Michigan, enter the promo code LOCKEDON at MimaRemedies.com and get 25% off your order. Do not miss out. My name is uh, Terry Foster. I'll tell you one thing, you know, once again, you know, it kind of goes off the ice, but it's the first time I've been to a Stanley Cup finals where you, when you're walking to the arena, people are grilling. It's, it, I thought it was like a football tailgate and they were partying, having a great time and they'd never experienced the cup before. And uh, I just remember the, the fan base treating it like a football tailgate. And then once again, after the series, it's like complete quiet. Like people in the South don't know how to handle losses like this. They don't know how to handle when a team gets a hold of your squad, dominates them, and, you know, you just see the Cowboys and the, and the, and the Farmers just kind of looking like this, and they're all confused and everything. My name is Darren McCarty, and what I remember about the Stanley Cup Finals in 2002 is that even because you're supposed to win and even supposed to be the best and have all the best players, you still got to play the game and get it done. And we didn't do it the easy way. And even in the finals, I remember losing the first game and going, come on, guys, really after you know losing two to the beginning with to Vancouver and being able to come back. But it was just something that I think that, experience the, res the the resilience the ups and downs and and the lack of success and it being scotty's you know I, I the one thing i remember is before game seven of the 
of the conference finals against Colorado, Scotty came in and gave one of his pregame speeches that he didn't give, and, and it was a heart to heart to their guys and pretty much how much that he appreciated them no matter what happened. You know, we had a heck of a run and sort of had an inkling that he might be done. And so it just sort of, you know, there, there's, there's different times that it doesn't always, things don't always happen and aren't easy, but that, that's what I remember. And at the end of it, it just, you felt so happy for Luke Robitaille, you know, you know, so happy for Hasek, so happy for guys for their first time and, and to be able to share it with all the Hall of Famers and, and be able to get it done. And, and uh, you know, uh, obviously uh, that's, that, you know, for that, right, because the three and six years with that group of guys and, and uh, it, was, it was the culmination of it. Like there's a different confidence in being there, no matter mm-hmm. what it is, right? And and I think the maturity of our team, like just I think that no other team could have handled the adversity that that team handled other than that team in 02 in that spot with those guys. Mm-hmm. You know, like just, it, just the way that it played out because it wasn't easy. My name is Mark Hicks. I'm the longtime uh, past Red Wing team photographer. It's really strange for me because my business agreement, my contract with the Red Wings ended at the end of the regular season. So really when the regular season ended, I quit working for the Red Wings. And then I started work right away with Sports Illustrated, the free press, the news, you know, sporting news, just kind of going out on my own. Um, so it was weird that I was, uh, you know, in the building taking pictures, but I, they didn't really announce that or anything. I wasn't really the team photographer. So we got to the last game of the Stanley Cup, and I was doing, shooting up for Sports Illustrated, and they have a whole crew of guys, and they assign, you know, you're here, you're here, you're in the parking lot, you're at the front door, you're up above the scoreboard, blah, blah, blah. Well, I knew the players all real well, so they put me in the locker room. So um, we win. I'm watching, watching it all from the, like, the locker room door. There's nothing going on. The guys are all jumping and hollering and stuff. And then about four of the guys skate right back to me about 1,000 miles an hour, and there's cords all over the ice for the TV cameras and gloves and sticks and all that shit. So they're just plowing through this stuff. So I get out of the way, and they jump off the ice, and they race in the locker room. Brennan Shanahan was one of them, you know. And I thought, what the F are these guys doing? Your whole team is still raising the cup. Yeah, yeah. And you guys are in the locker room already. I thought somebody must be pissed off or something. So I go in the locker room to see what's going on. All of them are standing in the bathroom, shaving their playoff beard. All the married guys, their wives told them, if you go out there and get your picture taken again with that scraggly ass beard on your face, oh man, you can see all the married guys are in there just ripping with <laughs> And then they're like, Higgsy, is that, where's the come now? I'm like, I don't know. Like, uh, you know, oh, McCarty's got it. Oh, I'm okay. I'm two down from him, you know? So the guys just ripped. I mean, they just shaved like monster shaved in like 50 seconds, just ripped their bleeding. Sure, they got a half a beard sticking out, hair all over their face. So, it was just kind of funny that in that moment, you know, winning a Stanley Cup and a lifetime goal and all the pressure of, you know, the city you play in and your family and fans and all that stuff, the thing that guys were, you, you know, the merry guys, you better get your ass in there and get that beard off.
Locked On Podcast Network stands against racism and social injustice. That's why we, the hosts, are making personal donations to local and national organizations that are fighting for change. And in the month of June, Locked On is matching the total of all host donations up to an additional $10,000. To make your own donation along with us, please visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash Black Lives Matter. That's LockedOnPodcast.com slash Black Lives Matter. I do have some bad news though, Ethan. Oh no, what's that? So uh I've had some I've had some issues with my mirror on my car lately. I was reaching in to uh, grab mirror, my no backpack, uh, the rear view mirror, the the okay. one that's like when you're on the the driver's side and you you're going to turn left or you're going to change lanes, go left and you you look in that bad boy. You mean your side mirror? Side mirror, that's the one I was looking for. Wow. Uh so I was getting out of my car, grabbing my backpack, did a little uh spin move to like throw the backpack on and when I did, I knocked my mirror clean off of my car. Now, how heavy was that backpack? Well, hold on. You you might I was just going to say uh it, it's a mirror that was already replaced because I knocked it off hitting one of those yellow uh traffic things when you like oh i remember that yeah yeah good uh, good times. Uh, so yeah but but luckily when that happened the first time i was able to go to rockauto.com and immediately get the remedy for it sooner rather than later i'm going to be able to look out my left side mirror again and i can't wait because it hasn't stopped me from driving <laughs> sure the other uh, <laughs> sure the other uh you know people inhabitants of the road are, are pretty thankful for this too just gotta look over your shoulder again you know like uh, like a double check you know Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you when placing your order. They have over 300 manufacturers shipping auto parts and body parts to customers' doors worldwide, all at warehouse prices. Get that project done that you've been putting off on your vehicle and be hitting the streets, rolling down the windows, and feeling good about your ride. Hi, everyone. This is Ken Kell, radio voice of the Detroit Red Wings. One of the things I remember about the 2002 Stanley Cup was the triple overtime game. And uh, I remember sitting in the media room having dinner. And uh, I think it was like an 8 o'clock game, something like that. And, and I'm sitting next to a couple of writers, and they're complaining because of the late start at 8 o'clock instead of 7 or something they said that uh, they're never going to get their story in on time, you know? And I told him, I says, Oh, you just jinxed it. Now we're going to go into triple overtime. And sure enough, the game goes into triple overtime and obviously Igor Larionov scores that big goal, but you know, it wouldn't have been that way unless Brett Hall tips that shot in with, I don't know, I think a minute to go in the game or something like that, that tied it up. And then what I remember too is the, how exciting the overtimes were. I mean, it wasn't where two teams were sitting back waiting for an opportunity. Mm-hmm. I mean, both teams were trading chances. And it was one of the best overtimes I think I've ever seen as far as, you know, how many great scoring chances there were and the goaltenders were terrific. So that was really good. And also to, to win it on, on home ice as well in 2002. And, and the other thing I remember is how great the team was. I mean, they had so many Hall of Famers on that team that – Everybody expected them to win the Stanley Cup. There was a lot of pressure. And I remember the first round where the Red Wings were down two games to none to Vancouver. Steve Eiserman talked to the team. Next thing you know, the Red Wings win the next four games, and then on they went to win the Stanley Cup. But 
despite all the talent, it wasn't an easy playoff run for the Red Wings, but I'm certainly glad that they won it. And to me, with the 1952 Red Wing team and the 2002 Red Wing team, those two teams, I think, out of the history of the Red Wings, were the best teams ever. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. We hope you are enjoying our new series. The one thing I will never forget, if you haven't already, go back. I believe it was two weeks ago we ran the first edition of it, uh, which was on the 1997 Stanley Cup. Or no, that was last week. Go back to last week, Monday, and check out our first edition of our new series, The One Thing I Will Never Forget, on the night that the Red Wings won the Stanley Cup in 1997. We've got all the same guests on that one. And tomorrow... We're bringing you the third edition, looking back at the 1998 Stanley Cup final because June 13th was the day that the Red Wings swept the Washington Capitals in Washington, D.C. to earn their second consecutive title in 1998. That one, a much different feeling than the first. A lot of guys talked about how it was all just one year, 97 to 98. It was the believe year. Uh, Ends, obviously, as you may or may not know, with Vladimir Konstantinov being wheeled around in his wheelchair with the Stanley Cup in his lap. Uh, Not a dry eye in the house on that night. And one of the most, I think, sentimental moments in Detroit sports history. So you're going to want to make sure you tune in for that. And you can do so by subscribing right now. Go ahead and leave us a review. Rate us five stars if you'd like. You know, I wouldn't mind that one bit. Uh, And let us know how you like the episode. You can also do that on Twitter at LO underscore Red Wings. You can find me on Twitter at Nolan Bianchi or our friend Ethan here at Ethan Smith. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you back here tomorrow for another edition of the one thing I'll never forget.